the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is episode 256 of the Boys of Tech for the week commencing Monday the 20th of January 2014. My name is Edwin Herman and looking ahead at some of the stories this week, Apple is forced to pay out $32 million as refunds. You may be surprised to learn which tech giant is more trustworthy than Apple and an update on the woman who was charged driving while using Google Glass. But first of all, we have this report that the NSA has managed to find a way to to tap into computers that aren't even connected to the internet. Now you're probably wondering, how is this possible? If it's physically unplugged from the internet and you don't have physical access to the machine, how can you get data from it? Well, the NSA apparently have a way. It actually does require physical access to the machine initially to install a tiny, tiny, tiny circuit board the size of a USB stick. But once that's been done, according to this report, the NSA can you know, extract information from it using radio frequency so effectively it's kind of like how do i put it it's providing connectivity to the machine but not via the internet but via this proprietary connection mechanism over some electromagnetic waves over some radio waves according to the report the installation of the you know this initial installation can be done either by an operative, a, a spy, if you like, or, or the report even suggests that it may be uh, done in place at the time of manufacture. So I, I thought this is an interesting story because, you know, we, we've been told many times before that, you know, if it's on the internet, it's insecure, and therefore the conclusion people jump to is that if you physically unplug it from the internet, then of course it is secure, so long as no one gets to your machine. And it's not the case. So I thought that was very, very interesting. I, I don't know how accurate this is. I don't know where the source of this report comes from. I mean, it was published in the New York Times, but uh, you know how, how far up the chain this information originates, I don't know. Anyway, Apple has been ordered to refund $32.5 million. Now, if you have children, you've probably dreaded the thought or perhaps even experienced uh, the time where they click on a button and suddenly they've bought something and, you know, there goes your bill, right? They're playing one of those silly little games like Talking Ben or something. They push a button and they've bought Talking Ben a glow-in-the-dark necklace or something and it's cost you money it's cost you real money you know on your itunes account well this is exactly why apple has been ordered to refund 32 million dollars this is us dollars by the way and it's because according to the federal trade commission in the us it has found apple to have been negligent in, in other words they say that they they didn't take enough steps 
to advise account holders that by entering their credentials, there becomes a window of opportunity, a 15-minute window, where unlimited purchases can be made without further authorization. And that was enough to, to find them in breach of you know the uh, trading laws in the US, and Apple has agreed to settle. And they have set the amount, or at least the, the floor, the, the minimum, at $32.5 million. Now, as Apple customers come forward and file for, for a refund, saying, hey, look, I didn't buy this. My child pushed the buy now button. That amount is going to climb. If it doesn't reach $32.5 million, Apple will pay the balance to the Federal Trade Commission. And of course, if it does exceed $32.5 million, well, that's just what they'll end up paying out. So where do you think, I mean, you know, I'm kind of in two minds, you know. Look, it'd be really annoying if one of my daughters racked up, you know, hundreds of dollars on my iTunes store because they were playing on the iPad. But by the same token, how much spoon feeding, how much hand holding do we need to do before customers become aware that, you know, well, if I hand my iPad to someone else, they can spend money on it. They can spend money on, on my account through the iPad. So I, I, that's a question, I guess, you could for you to ponder. What do you think? Do you think Apple really needed to state, like the Federal Trade Commission had said, that by entering your credentials here, there is a 15-minute window of opportunity from this point forward in which unlimited purchases can be made without authorization? Did they need to do that? Is or is that going too far? What do you think? Let us know in the comments, boysoftech.com. Now, who is more trusted than Apple? Well, in fact, you know what? Apple and Google aren't all sorry, well, Google uh, more like Samsung, but actually I think Google as well aren't that trusted. They have a very, very strong brand. People describe them as innovative, so they score very, very highly on the uh, innovative scale, if you like, or the scale of innov- innovation. I was going to say innovativity. <laughs> That's a <laughs> that would have been a new word. Anyway, they score very highly on those scales, but in trust they don't score particularly high, and that's I think part and parcel of being at the forefront of innovation, uh, of, ha- of of having a popular brand that's uh, always amazing people when they bring out new products. Microsoft has come out as very very trustworthy. Now, look, it's quite plausible, and in fact, I think it probably is the case that they're quite a boring brand, if you like. They're, they're not hip. They're kind of boring, although they are changing. But they are trustworthy. People trust Microsoft. Now, I know if I had Ben Sunko hosting the show with me this week, he would have a lot to say about that. In fact, I can't wait to... T- to tell him. I might email him this story actually and see what he says. But there you go. So Microsoft is trustworthy. People trust Microsoft. And that's from a survey of four and a half thousand adults. Apple and Samsung aren't that trustworthy. Or so consumers think. And lastly, in the international section, you may remember the woman who was charged for using her Google Glass device while she was driving. Well, the court has pretty much let her go. They have said that, well, if we find her guilty, it kind of sets a a very strong precedence because there was really no, there's no way of telling whether it was on or off. I mean, it's her word against 
anyone else's. So for the sake of not wanting to set such a harsh precedence, the, the court has said, you're not guilty. And she's let off. So we, I think we covered that story some a number of episodes ago. And uh, there you go. There's a little update on that. I have one New Zealand story to cover in just a second, and that will conclude the show. So don't go away. Okay, welcome back. Vodafone New Zealand has settled a case with the Commerce Commission and paid out over a quarter of a million dollars to 11,000 customers. It comes from the uh, the broadband light service which they advertised. They offered the service for free for three months to a bunch of customers. They had 146,000 people sign up to it. It was a, apparently a very good deal. And In fact, you might be one of these people that have... Uh, taken advantage of that deal. Well, as part of the deal, they said that towards the end of the three months, they would send a text message reminding uh, customers that uh, you know at this point it's going to start charging and that they may wish to opt out. The service would then cost uh, $10 a month. Well, it turns out that Vodafone failed to do that. A lot of people didn't get any texts. Uh, according to the Commerce Commission, 8,000 of these customers didn't receive a text message reminding them to opt out. And 3,000 customers, a further 3,000, cancelled the service or tried to, but they were still charged for it. So Vodafone there has indeed failed to uh, you know, to act fairly. And as a result, they are refunding a whole bunch of money. Well, there you go, $270,000 is the figure uh, to 11,000 customers. And you know what I'll do right now? I'll do a quick... Division, 270 divided by 11. So that is about 24, this is on average, of course, $24 refund on average, or almost 25. Anyway, that is pretty much it for this week. Uh, We should have some of our regular panelists back next week, I think. Uh, I think they're back uh, from holiday, most of them. That's pretty much it. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.